How's it going, Evan? It's going good. Sorry, I wasn't sure if we were just testing the yeah. mic or if we were starting. We'll just jump right in. We'll just jump right in. Uh, welcome to episode 13 of EDH Wrecked, the Finite yes. Commander podcast. Yes, it is 13. Now. We are on lucky number 13. Baker's yeah. Dozen, as they call it, in some place with Baker's. Sure, sure. Um, Wasn't that because a baker would eat one? Yeah, that's, that's that is it. You you make one just to eat or test. Greedy little shits. Um, I was thinking that uh, we have to do a shout out to all our new people on Facebook. Yeah, this, yeah. Thanks uh, for joining us. Our Facebook ad worked this time. Yes. So we so, had put one out a while ago, and it just did not do anything. And I was like, Facebook sucks. And then it turns out we had too wide of a of a people. Yeah. So I wanted like eighteen to sixty five everyone. In the world, and they're like, no, that costs too much money. <laughs> but they don't actually tell you that till after it's done. They're like, this is why you got zero people. So then I lessened it, and now we have new followers. Thanks for joining us, folks. Yeah, we got a bunch of people, and uh, despite the fact that I feel like every week we basically say where we live, uh, someone said we should go to something in Toronto. So they haven't figured out our East Coast <laughs> accents yet. Our, our actual that, spot. Uh, that <laughs> make us not in Toronto. So we're on the East Coast of Canada, and but we don't not know, in New Brunswick. And we don't have... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where could we be? Whoa! And we don't have funny accents. We which, don't. So that limits us from one area. Uh, we're both gamefully employed, so that cuts out another area <laughs> completely. Um, These are jokes only from everyone from this area. This area will understand. A little <laughs> bit of inside. So today we have two topics to talk about. Uh, yep. Both of them brought to us from listeners. Yep. So today we have, we're going over some underused and underutilized commander cards. Yep. Uh, because Tower of the Magistrate was brought up and someone said that they had never heard of that card. So they yeah, know if we yeah. Have other cards. Apparently I brought it up at some point. Yeah. And then also <laughs> uh, expensive cards that you can replace with inexpensive, yet, well, you can't say equally effective, but effective cards. So we're going to yeah. cover those two topics today. And we're going to do it professionally. 100%. No notes. I don't know about you, but I have a crap ton of notes I've been at work, at work. for 16 hours and didn't do any prep. I th- we thought we were recording it tomorrow. We had a bit of time today. We were already late this week. Yeah. So I left my notes at work, and Evan doesn't even have any. So I hope you're ready <laughs> for a good experience. Yeah, it's going to be more improv than we usually have. Yes, yes. This is a night at the improv for sure. You're so, going to pitch a card, and I'm going to go like, well, there's this other yeah, card that yeah. sort of is like, what, what's it called? And then we'll just give up. Then we'll just, name it. we'll just mumble into nothing. So starting with the underused card. So I did have a list. Uh, of cards and my criteria was sort of I, I thought of a card it was basically just me thinking of cards that I don't see often and then if I went to EDH rec and it had under a thousand decks it's in well you you did a lot of work <laughs> I did I did and a lot of these are actually under even like a hundred a couple of them and most of them are in like the three to five hundred range for decks produced right which puts you at zero percent so, so like uh, tabernacle yes so soul ring Prime no, example no, no. of an underused character. No, no, well, Tabernacle doesn't actually show up in a lot of decks. Yeah, no, I didn't go with Tabernacle. Uh, <laughs> I'm just hoping your list is just all like vintage just thousand dollar cards. So Black Lotus. No one seems to play it at EDH. I wonder why. You know what? Mox a Diamond is never played. I don't know why. Uh, so the uh, the first card that was on my list so uh, was the card Compulsion, which is a blue um, enchantment I'm for half two. I'm asleep. You gotta so, pull me in. Okay, it's a blue enchantment for two. It only appeared in I think about. 400 decks and what it does is that you can pay two mana discard a card from your hand to draw a card or you can pay right. two mana sacrifice compulsion draw a card yes yeah, so i've seen that one quite so a bit. in my mind that's a pretty good engine to just sort of get a card when you need one so it's yeah. like a blue it's almost like a blue greed 
Except instead of paying life, you're you're thinning your hand a little. Yeah, you're filtering. Right? Yeah, you're, you're filtering. Discarding a card. Uh, and then in, in the in a nick of time, like in a in a the, get rid of the need, lands you draw. Yeah. basically. it allows you to free cycle your lands. Yeah, but also if you really need to grab that card and don't want to get rid of a card in your hand or you don't have one, right. you can destroy it. You can sacrifice yeah. it to draw that last card. When you Mystic Tutor and you're like, man, yep. I needed that card. How can I draw for nothing? You Mystic Tutor and then someone responds by shuffling or doing like, <laughs> you're yeah. like, I need to get that card. So uh, it's a very, it's cheap. It's too blue. It's only Canadian. It's only a dollar, I think. So right. for those of you in the US, that's even less. Um, well, no, actually, when I was in the U.S. last year, Magic cards. This this will be to really throw off the American listeners. Everything appeared to cost the same, but in American <laughs> dollars, which yeah. makes it way more expensive. True. If that's the case, you so if the American off. listeners could tell me that a booster pack is, let's say, six dollars American. It's six dollars Canadian here. You can feel free to email all of the money you need <laughs> us to buy you packs with. Yeah, and we'll probably. mail them to you. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so compulsion tariffs, tariffs. Well, of course, we have to China. Uh, sure, China. Yeah, that's the. Problem. I'm gonna blame it on China. Um, so the uh, compulsion uh, comp- reminds me of standstill. Is that the one where when the next player plays a spell, like everyone else draws? A everyone card? else draws three cards. Yeah. yeah, that's an awesome card that I don't see much. Yes, because all it does is just piss off one player. It forces one player funny. to make a bad decision. Yeah. <laughs> or they just like hold off and they screw yep. up the next person. It's pretty funny when it happens. It is. It is. Because yeah. someone's like, do I want to play this soul ring on turn six or do you just want to do nothing and draw three cards? Later? Is this where I want to be here or what? But, but yeah. then sometimes they're like, I want to play a big card. Everyone's like, sure, whatever. I get three cards. Yep. Go do whatever yep. you want. That's so a good one. It was a, they're both good cards and they're both two. So they're both yeah. two drops, so you but can Sansa's throw them both out there. Only a one-time use. So. Yes, but it's a pretty good one-time use. Yes. I mean, three cards is is a pretty good drop. Yeah, you're giving it to other players, but that's that's what makes it fun. Yeah, now. yeah. Um, everyone suddenly likes you because you made them draw three cards. Yeah, it's definitely more of a jackass, but for sure. But um, so that was the first card that I had added to my list. So yep. you know, it's it's a cheap, somewhat effective draw engine. Uh, if you yeah. don't want to, and it's a little underutilized on an EDH, you don't see people play it as often as they probably should. Yeah. Um, and if, especially since we're talking about budgets here, like it will fit into a budget build pretty easily for a decent card draw. If you can't go Rhystic Study. And Mr. You know, Grimora is even becoming expensive. Yeah, now. it's even getting climbing up into the six, seven, eight dollar range. Instead of 50 cents. Yeah, like buying a playset for two dollars. But, uh, this is a card that can fill that hole until you, or if you're just getting into it, or you know you haven't used blue a lot, this will fill that gap. Um, another blue card that I found that I definitely want to talk about, it's used a bit more. It appeared in about 1,200 decks, I think. So it was at the top of my little ratio. You sound like an EDH like article now, where you're just listing like the stats from their website. <laughs> Listen, Evan. All right, this is just what <laughs> look, I'm saying. Okay, look, I got up a really long time ago. Look, look, look. Fine. You know what? I won't even talk about the numbers, Evan. I'm <laughs> done. So there's just one blue card. <laughs> this podcast is over. Shut it we're down. We're finished. Um, we're not even drinking. We're the most belligerent we've ever been. <laughs> it's a Dreamscape Artist. Oh yeah, you talk about this one a lot. Where you sack, yeah. sack a land to get pay two. Sack, sack land. land. Two I think you discard a card too. Like it's a okay. fairly steep cost. Yeah. But then you go search for two basics out of your deck and put them into play. Right. If you're in mono blue, it's legitimately the only way you're ramping actual land. 
Yeah, besides just like playing mana rocks, but like yeah. to actually just be like, I need more land. How do I do? Yes, it? to actually it's a, get out it's land. It's a creature. It is. So you can just keep doing it. If it's not like blue for three, I think. Yeah, it's not like blue doesn't have cards you can discard. You probably you, draw. You it. have a mint full of them, <laughs> usually. <laughs> so like, who cares? Yeah. So it's I don't you don't see it as much as I think you should, especially in mono blue. Uh, I can't say I've ever seen the card, honestly. You talk about it, and I know it's in one of your decks, but I don't yes. know if I've ever played you when well, you played the card. Because it is really only a mono-blue card in my mind. Like, there's there's yeah. so many other searches and, and sort of uh, ramp in, you know, if you're in Simic, you have as much green as you want. Yeah. You know, even white has land tax, and, and even Oath of Liege is better than this. But if you're in mono blue, especially, you know your tutors are effectively only for instants and sorceries. Yeah, you're not really finding permanent. So if you're in mono blue and you need to ramp out land, this is the way to no, do it. No, you can get artifacts. Acquire, you can tutor. You can, you can tutor artifacts. Yeah, that's a fun card. No one seems to play. Acquire, acquire where yeah. you get to get an artifact. It's bribery for artifacts. You just steal it out of someone else's library. Yeah. Sometimes you get nothing, but the assumption is that people are only running rocks, though. But sure, sometimes but you score like rock. you score like Cage Sun for free, or like yeah, or you get a Panharmonica. Yeah, and you yeah. Just... <laughs> the funnest way to do is to go get someone's Gauntlet of Power and then name the color that no one's playing, <laughs> just, just to shut just to be an entirely. asshole. Uh, no white on the board, white. But uh, yeah, so Dreamscape Artist, another card that I feel should see a bit more play at least. Yeah, it's fair. It's, it's seemed good when you talk about it yeah and i mean again my mono blue deck is strange and your mono blue like land is so strange. doesn't <laughs> so even care about i land. don't need it in that one both of your mono blue decks um yeah although one's more real than the other uh <laughs> one sphinxes which is a real deck it's a real deck yeah and then you have one phasing tanifa phasing which is not a, a real deck. deck it exists uh um, exactly and it sometimes wins uh another card that I was uh, I was looking at was uh, Elemental Augury. Oh, I've heard of this one. It is a Grixis enchantment, so it's one black, one blue, one red. Uh, for three, it's an enchantment oh, that comes into play. Oh, this the one where you like brainstorm the other person's deck, basically. You so you you top their deck. Yeah. Divining top them. So for three mana, it's That's a it. very it's expensive top. Yes. top, but you can do it to any player. Top three cards, put them back in any order. So what's the? Uh, it was a planar chaos one. It's like. Fate spinning, or what was the mechanic? Fate seal. Fate seal. Yeah, yeah. I looked it up on like the the MTG wiki, and it yes. was basically like, people don't like this mechanic, so R and D says it won't happen again. Yes, and like that's yeah. the note. Like, just people hate this idea. It's basically scrying someone else's deck. Yes, and, and that's it, essentially what this card is like. This card is yeah. You don't put it on the bottom, but you can certainly. As long as you have three mana, you just you, you can just keep them from their cards. Yeah, you, they just look at the top three and you put them back in any order. Yeah, yeah. At any like, time. Uh, land every time. It's an instant effect. So you're just like, <laughs> uh, you know, you cast, this guy cast, draw a card. You're like, wait, look what at your What crap right. would I like to give yeah. you? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's costly, but you definitely can screw people's plans. It's a fun card. It can be used on yourself as well. So if you can't get a divining top or it doesn't, you know, you have one, but you want some redundancy or you just want to screw with people. Uh, Elemental Augury is a pretty good card for that. I used it in my Nekozar deck to pretty good effect. Um, it is Grixis, though, so you're kind of limited on where you can put it. It's three, yeah. three, four, or five color, so you can't just slap it into any old deck. 
And the problem is usually five colors are very greedy, like they don't have the fun card because they're like Ur Dragon and everything's a dragon. Or it's yeah. Golos and it's just utter nonsense. Five color kinda has to build towards more for on its right? theme. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 it, because it's five color, you need the land base, you need the rocks, you need what you need to get your stuff out. Yeah. Morpheron's a little different. Same with like Ramos and Golos. Those artifact guys and the colorless guys who are five color, you can do all sorts of things with them that you don't normally have to. Sure, but I'm not sure Ramos really cares about other people's decks. It's just Ramos doesn't really care about much except casting three color charms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you made a lucky charms deck that turned out to be way better than it had it, any right it to be. Didn't, it didn't need to be that good. Um, so elemental augury. If you're looking for, if you have a hole in a in a in a Grixis deck or in a four color deck that contains Grixis. It's definitely a card to look into. Again, it's on the cheaper side. It's only a couple dollars up here, so uh, probably a couple dollars in the States from what Evan lied to us about. So <laughs> I didn't lie. I went to a card store and it was like, oh, no. cards will be cheap. No, no believe me. <laughs> this was before. Didn't you buy like Russian cards on there or something? German cards? Was that where you got them? Yeah, I did. Yeah. No, no, no. Sorry, that was that was in the Maritimes. Oh, okay. like I'm half asleep. No, um, I didn't buy any because in the States they were too expensive. Oh. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, so that was one of the cards. Um, so the the next card that I wanted to talk about was a bit of a niche card, but it is not even played in its niche. So, okay, I'm interested. It's it's only useful if your creatures have haste, or if you can create creatures on an opponent's turn. Okay. So primal force mage. Not a clue. It's a three drop two two, uh, green creature. That says whenever a creature you control enters play, it gets plus three plus three until end of turn. Oh, okay. So yeah, no one what, plays. Wait, it. what color was it? Green. I, I Green. Blacked out so there. you can you can use it you in Cord crossroads. crossroads. You can put it in a in a gruel deck with anger. Uh, yeah, Najila could run it. You'd be really effectively. good in gruel because there's lots of ways. Like lots the new of new one that gives riot. Yeah, I say new, but it's like ten months old. But it's yeah, yeah a year old. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's plenty of ways to give it haste in, in multicolored decks. Yeah. Or to give your deck haste. Uh, but you never see it. It's in like 80 decks online. Like it's a ridiculously low number for a card that should be run as like a finisher. Like if you run Najila and you drop that. Yeah. That's a bad time for everyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that, that, I'm surprised you don't see that one. Yeah, uh, you don't see it anywhere. I mean, it, it's probably just because the the haste problem. Yeah, it's a weird ad, and like I said, you kind of need either a general that has haste, or you need something that gives it haste so it's effective. Yeah. Or the ability to create creatures or flash creatures in. Because if you flash creature in and it gets plus three plus three, it's a pretty good blocker. That that's true. Uh, yeah. So and you that's, can't get haste in, or flash in green. There's no green commander that would possibly do that. There's not a single green commander that's played a lot. That's that, a four four. That gives flash Yeva, to all your creatures. That gives no. every green creature flash. I've never seen that in no. a game. So you certainly couldn't flash in like a birds of, of paradise and block as a three four. <laughs> Which would be pretty funny. Which would be pretty awesome. <laughs> Response: One mana three four. Block your thing and kill it. Yeah. Um, so if you're looking for a fun thing to do, like it's definitely it could be a finisher. It's a, definitely a super poor man's you know finisher. It's, but it's, it's giant growth at all the wrong times. Yes, yeah, like, you could make it work. Yeah, you could jank it, um, but it's barely played, and it's an yeah. awesome card. Yeah, uh, Martin Stromgold. Yeah, I'm always surprised I don't see that one. Yeah, he's kind of weird. It's because he doesn't he's, give himself the bonus. Yeah, so, he's weird because someone just chump blocks and kills him. This guy, but it triggers. So this guy's a one-one legend. 
when he attacks, he's red. That's he's important. Red. So he's mono red. Uh, the other reason I think no he's one plays him. Four cost two. He's very overcost. Yeah, I think he's two and two red. Yeah. So when he attacks, though, all other creatures get plus X plus X, where X is the amount of attacking creatures. Yeah. And when he blocks, all other blocking creatures get plus X plus X, where yeah. X is the but amount again, of attacking creatures. The problem is he's a one one. So it's like a one off unless and you find a way. You each have to one make says other. <laughs> so so on both ends, he's just a one one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's his issue, but like. In the right deck, he's ridiculous. Or for the lethal swing. Like, he's a monster on the lethal. Yeah. Like, if you're going for the win, you're just, like, stronghold swing. You're like, well, that's fucking game. Like, yeah. everything's 100-100. Goblin deck. Yeah. Just be like, oh, uh, die. Rogue's like, passage him, you know? Just, <laughs> yeah. They get through. You just need some way to help him out. But but yeah. he's played very little, and I yeah. think it's a crime because it's a ridiculously <laughs> stupid card. Like, well, it's such a powerful ability in the right deck. Yeah. Um, He'd be good with something like if he's in Boros, like reconnaissance, where you can untap him after the attack trigger, and then he doesn't deal deal combat damage. Yeah, reconnaissance isn't a busted card that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. Yeah, I mean, it's it'll certainly see reprint again, right? It's a ridiculous card. We don't even want to talk about it. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, Look up reconnaissance if you don't know what it is, and you'll be like, I don't understand how this card's good, and then just look up why combat is weird and doesn't interact with the card properly. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll figure out why it's a good card. Look up that card, and when you don't understand it, look up Double Strike and First Strike, and then read about what that card does to it. <laughs> so, uh, so the last two cards I want to talk about, sure. uh, they're both in the same vein. So they were both printed in Alliances. They were both Isn't in... It, I think Strongholds from that, too. Well, the flag. Uh, yeah. Right? Yeah, I think yeah. that's what he's said. He's yeah, Stronghold's from there, too. Yeah. So they're both under 100. In fact, the white one is at 16. All right. 16 decks? 16 decks. So they are, when they released alliances, each color got a force of will effect. Where you discard, you exile a card of the same color, right. lose a life, and they're, do something and for they're free. super good. These two are better I can't than they should think be. of the other four. <laughs> so, so the green one was like Bounty of the Hunt or something, and it gave counters out. Who cares? Oh, yeah, it's got the deer on it. Yes. I have that card somewhere, uh, yeah. I don't even remember the red one. Uh, but Would we like to speculate on what it does? I'm going to assume damage. It has to be damage. Is it like Pyroblast? No, Pyroblast was one red and was just red elemental blast. No, sorry, not the one. There's like pyrokinesis. Is oh, that it? oh, was it? It was there's the four damage one, I think, like the lightning yeah. bolt. But four well, there's damage. fire bolt where you sack two mountains. But, but that's there's a different one where you set. pitch, I think, and then yeah, you might there's be one right. Where you discard a card, but I don't think you. Ex- I can't think of the exile. But you're right. It's probably just like exile a card and do. It's gonna be something terrible. Like it's so bad that it's I probably don't like light, like three damage. Like it's lightning bolt effect. Yeah, yeah. Like, so, but the white and the black ones are the ones that I want to talk about okay. because they're. It criminally underused. So the white one was called Scars of the Veteran. Never heard it of it. It is a five drop instant, I believe. But, uh, but, but like Force of Will is a five drop. Force of Will, it has an instant effect. Don't care. And what it does is it, it will either prevent the next sandwich, seven damage dealt to something, oh, or yeah, you'll gain like... seven life. But if you prevent damage to a creature, it gets a plus O oh, plus one counter for each damage prevented. <laughs> okay. So. so it's essentially six life because you're losing a life, but you're gaining 
Seven. That'd be good in Arcades. Or... Like the, the plus one, plus seven one in Doran. That just suddenly is like... In wait, why did I just take ten yeah. damage off one? <laughs> now, the trigger is, though, that it needs to prevent damage to add the tokens. You don't just get to put plus one, plus one count. Yeah, but you as long as you block seven or less... Well, yeah. six or less. Yeah. You survive and put on, let's say, six tokens, then you just get... A giant butt on your creature all of a sudden. The the funny thing that I was trying to think of was if you if you run like true conviction in a deck, so it gets double strike. Right. So if you hit a creature that also does first strike back, you cast that spell, you get it, and then on the other strike, it'll have seven higher if it's in like Arcadius or right. something where it hits with it's, the ass, you just I mean, all of a sudden just come through. It's a lot of steps to this. It's a huge sure. amount. But even without that type of stupidity, uh it's still a card that is pretty decent for what it does. Yeah, because it gives you a permanent effect. Yeah. And I mean, the, the cap at seven is strange. It's weird. It's a very but, strange number to just pick randomly. But but it's definitely a card that people will, you know, so when you play and it's like, what the hell did you just... Yeah. Everyone will read this card. Yes. To try to figure out what the heck is happening. And then they'll, won't and then they'll figure laugh it out. At it. And then they'll laugh, but then it turns out that your creature lives. Yeah. And then they're like, oh... And then yeah, it's like, well, no now problem. it's ass is seven bigger. Like, yeah. good luck. Like, <laughs> so I think it's a, it's a, it definitely it's sixteen decks is too low. Like, if it was over two hundred, I'd be shocked ever. But like, sure. sixteen it seems is, like a fun card though. And then the black one, I only like to mention because I have a personal love for these types of effects. Uh, it's called Contagion. It's a black instant where you can exile a black card in your hand and pay one life. As an instant effect, you can put two minus two minus one counters on up to two creatures. <laughs> Amazing. And then proliferate them. And then proliferate them. The best part about that, you can put minus one, minus one captures on the same creature. Yeah, proliferate it's... will now trigger both of them. Yeah. And they lose minus three, minus two every time you tap Karn's Bastion. <laughs> <laughs> These both used to be running my Traxa deck, which ran 31 different kinds of counters. Yeah, yeah, it was counter-tribal. It, it was, was counter-tribal. And everyone thought it meant counter-spells. You know. It was, it was actually counters. It was like... But it wasn't every type of counter, because it no. was like 60 or something. There's, you didn't want to run energy on one card. You also couldn't... There was like eight that ran red cards, so you couldn't run yeah. those. Um, and then there were also counters that didn't matter if you could proliferate. But yeah, regardless, sure. this is just a fun card because it can kill creatures. It can also just literally just neuter a four power creature and leave it alive. So it's yeah. like a general that you just don't like, it's like, well, that's a dangerous general. Let's make it nothing. Like, yeah. And again, if you have a proliferate, you know, if you proliferate that once it gets minus six to its attack, like it'll get rid of that Martin Stormglad or whatever his name is. Yeah. Just before you go to a combat. Yeah. Like, just like, kill I'll it. kill it. And it puts two. Whatever. So you can spread those out. Or like I said, you know, they have this Thraxum under looking at you. Well, now he's a zero one or zero four. <laughs> And you just don't care if he swings. Yeah, now he's 1-5. What do I give a shit? Like, it's going to be six turns before I care about you again. Yeah. So, it's kind of a funny card. Yeah, that seems good. Uh, it reminds me of Snuff Out. I don't know if that one's gone up in price, but that's a really good card. That's a really good card. No yeah. one seems to play. Pay four life, destroy a creature. Non-black. Yeah, but like... As an alternate cost, you pay four life, which yeah. is fine. Well, who cares? 10% yeah. of your life is nothing. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know that's... I don't see that one very much. No. Well, a lot of the removal, actually, you don't see very much. Like, one of my favorite removals in black is... Uh, is um, Ren, Ren Flesh. Destroy target non-spirit creature. Oh, right, because, like... Who plays spirits? <laughs> like, it's is it modern? Like, who cares? Yeah. Like... You know, no one's running a spirit general. No one's... I saw one. Really? 
Uh, someone was playing a couple weeks ago, so shout out to this person because uh, someone else I found out because they had like proxied a bunch of cards. I was yeah. like, what the heck? But it was the person we know with every card. Oh, was it? But I thought it was his deck. It turns out it was someone else who just sort of proxies because he was one the general. Of us. It was... Uh, oh, Kagachi. Yeah. It, oh, it was the Ur-Dragon's, like, other one that's, like, exile. It's such a weird... It's, you can ex... When you attack a player who dealt you damage... You can exile the creature the previous, that dealt the damage to you Like, something. round. Yeah. You can exile a permanent, which is oh, pretty awesome. That is pretty awesome. But you have to play it politically to be like, don't swing at me <laughs> or I'll kill whatever the frig I feel I like. I feel like, yeah. But uh, there's so many constraints to it that it's such weird. but it was a spirit tribal deck it's weird because i it's, don't really know why it's but a, it was i it was amusing to play against it was a chaos deck i believe it no no it wasn't you're right it wasn't when i started spirit playing tribal. the kirins from uh kemagawa i was yeah. like this deck's hilarious so <laughs> the uh the best part about that in my mind is that it's a it's a it's a card from last year yeah you know, two years ago 2017 was the dragon uh tribal yeah because yeah. there's the forgotten 20 yes. 2018 no one cares about yeah so the Planeswalker year, who cares? Kamigawa came out what, 15, 16 years ago, 17 a long time years ago. ago. They release a commander set with a Kamigawa themed dragon. Okagachi was like the big bad guy in the Kamigawa yeah. story. Uh, still just as shitty as if it was printed in Kamigawa. Yeah, like no, it's, it's just so perfect. It's like such a perfect <laughs> flavor because it's like you had one dragon come out of that whole set that I went to, maybe with the white one if you recur it. But like bunch of shit dragons and then they're like we're revisiting with one dragon it's also shit yeah <laughs> it's just like it's like they made it and just put it in the back burner we're like yeah. i don't know and then someone's like i found this old kimagawa card we never printed why don't we just shove it into the dragon deck it got did we have a spot because yeah. there was this card we rejected <laughs> do we want that one because it's still trash yeah, toss it in. Yeah. I highly recommend you build this deck because it's funny. I kind of want to build the cat dragon but, from that. Well, that's because the cat dragon token's amazing. Yes, it also is amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's also the idea of a cat dragon to me is just incredibly yeah. amazing. Yeah, it's a good. It's like when you attack, a player has to sack a creature. If yeah. they don't, you make a three-three cat dragon. Yeah. So it's in the win, same. It's win-win. You either they sack a creature or you make a cat dragon. Yeah, both are amazing. It's like cruel reality. The black enchantment. And and you the, have to sack something. Yeah. If you can't. You lose life. And the token looks like a cat that you put Halloween wings on. Yeah, yeah, it's amazing. It, <laughs> it kind of looks like a dumbass. It kind of looks like the luck dragon if the luck dragon was a cat. <laughs> yeah. And like licking itself, like it's yeah. just terrible. But it looks great. Um, someday right, we should move on to the next topic here. Yeah, sure. So, the so there next were, uh, topic: cheap alternatives to cards. Yes. Again, I have no notes, so I'm just basically going to riff off Brian here. That's cool. see if I think of anything. Yeah, sure. Uh, so this was essentially suggested from one of the guys who said uh, that he wanted to know if we had any budget choices for some of the major expensive cards in the game. Right, so like, I, like Tabernacle. And actually yeah, Tabernacle. Pendril Mists is a comparatively a budget. To, there's it's like a lot. $30, so but I mean, it's not 3000 Yes, and to be fair, there's, a, there's a lot of those reference, kind of a effects. blue enchantment that does the same thing. Like, it's just not a land. Magus of the Tabernacle yeah. also does the same thing, and he's like $5. Like, yeah. You can legitimately have a creature that does what Tabernacle does. And remember when I thought Magus one. of the Balance was going to screw up EDH? And and no one, no one played it. Ever. No one even touched it. Um, but, the Magus cards are great, by the way. I like the red ones. 
Well, Magus of the Wheel is awesome because you get to say Magus take the wheel. And Magus of the Moon. Yeah, Magus of the Moon's great. Uh, Magus of the Will is the black one that lets you Yogmoth's will oh, for a turn. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. Uh, Magus of uh, the, the Coffers. Magus of the Coffers. Yeah. Yep. But uh, most of the other colors kind of suck. Magus of the Jar has a place for, like, wheel effects. Yeah, there's Magus of the Candelabra. If you oh, if you wanted to abuse that, sure. All of the abuse that's come, come out of that mono <laughs> green garbage. That, untap that Nykthos no. every time. There's um, a way to do it, but most I, I've never seen someone play that. Magus guy. of the Bazaar, I believe, is one. Yes, of them. that's uh, that was uh, yeah, yeah. It, some terrible ones. I don't. Magus of the Moat. Well, that one's good because. It's funny because it then yeah. people can swing at you. It's just it's smote. <laughs> it's smote, but it's like two dollars instead of thirteen. Yeah, well, that's the beauty of all the magus is that the trade off is that it's a creature. So someone just kills it. Yeah. The only mo- the only magus that I like legitimately run regularly though is magus of the coffers because it's a, oh. it's an amazing. Card. I run uh, magus of the moon to piss people off. And magus of the wheel because I need draw effects. Yes, well, mono red. I, the only mono red deck I have is is that, and I don't need to draw too much in that <laughs> outside of it. But, uh, yeah, Magus of the Coffers, I feel, is probably the best Magus. That's true. These are all decent, not decent. Some of them are decent, a lot of them are terrible. But they're all replacements for the cards that they're named after. Yeah. You know, for half of them, if you don't have several thousand dollars, they're fine. Right. Which puts, like, Magus of the Moon is, like, the, like, Blood Moon's, like, 30-ish, 30 Yeah. Could, sure. You know, wheels at two hundred. Yeah. Like tabernacles at a billion. Uh, m- well, mem jar is like thirty. You know, mags no, of the jar. I feel like it's more than that. Nah, I feel like it's 30, about 35. No, no, I have one. Maybe I'm in American prices. So. You're, you're up in Americans, yeah. <laughs> Just gonna keep ripping on them. <laughs> but uh, they're they're still pricey. But it's not. You're not talking about tabernacle prices. Moat. It's a pricey card. I don't even know the cost yeah. of it, but it's old, so it's definitely up there. It's also, I believe, a restricted list. Reserve list. Whatever it's called. It's restricted, <laughs> reserved. I don't care. Um, it's, it's late and I'm tired. How's, there, how's everybody's reserve list deck going on? I don't know. He hasn't. He talked to me once. He said it's He said it's ongoing. He's been golfing, so we yeah, haven't seen him. We're excited. Someone we know is making a deck that's apparently only going to be reserve list. I don't know what general he's going to possibly use. It's going to have to be like a Legends, like a bad one. It's my hope. It's my hope that it's a Just bad like lady orca. Yeah, I want, I want a vanilla one. Uh, maybe Jedit Ojanan. To, Tobias Adrian. Oh, four, four for five. Yeah, like, he's bad costed. <laughs> I'd even be good if he ran like Axelrod Gunnarsson. I'd be fine with that. Yeah, but uh, well, the old Rakdos giant. Yeah, is that yeah. It? Oh, yeah. So to get back to our topic that we fell off, we never stay so, topic. No, we don't. That's fine. It's part of our charm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Essentially, I went through the colors, thought of some expensive cards that people run, and then thought of ways we could shape around them. So we'll start with artifacts, because unfortunately it's going to be the easiest and the one with the simplest answer. Yeah. So you're when you're talking about expensive artifacts, you're mostly talking about rocks and fast mana. And so yes. you're talking about, for, for those of you... Which we should never talk about. We should never talk about it, because one, they're you know quite expensive, and two... They the tend to be used. Card ever. Yeah, they're used in a lot of the CEDH. If your buddy's playing Mana Crypts. Mana Vault. You should just hate them out of the game immediately. Yeah, if you can. They don't even have to play it. Just if it's in their deck. Grim Monolith. Just to teach them not to put a $200 uh, card that does nothing but just ramp you out. 
to yeah. an insane degree. Yeah. And make everyone hate them. Even even Basalt Monolith is an even match, so it's three for three. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your rule is sort of as long as it's it makes less mana than its casting cost, it's probably fair. It's probably a good Because, like, Soul Ring is good, one but... for two. Yeah. Mana Crypt is zero for two. Very interesting conversation with my buddy who plays, uh, our buddy that plays Vintage about whether Soul Ring is more powerful in EDH than unbanning Moxes. Well, I mean, the price would stop. But most I mean, of the play, ignoring but... the price, if sure. they unbanned Moxes for Commander. Right. Just... Would Soul Ring still be a staple over them? And I think the answer is yes. Simply due to commander tax. Yeah, we just play it. You just add it to the you arsenal would. of cards. But like, if you had to make the calls, what we're saying, if there if there was a choice between the mox or the soul ring, what and would they you cost choose? and they both cost like six dollars. We'll say they both cost six bucks. <laughs> sure, uh, I'd run both if I had. You'd run the moxes in like if you're playing like three, four, or five colors, because you'd need the mana, like the color. You think? You would but, run it. You would run a single color artifact in a five yeah, color deck. Maybe not. <laughs> yeah, right. Because it doesn't make one of anything. It makes one <laughs> of the one you draw. So it's like yeah. drawing a land. Yeah, that's true. It uh, just gets you ahead in the in in vintage. Gets you, you know, turn turn win on turn one. Like you, but I don't think in commander. I'm sure CEDH would find a way to run uh, yeah, them, of course, definitely. and abuse them. But like in a casual commander setting. Even given given equal cost, I feel that Soul Ring is still the better play. Yeah, it might be. That's uh, I like that we just said we'll get back on track. Yeah, of course. And we're all right. It's fine. Out it's fine. We're fine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so the fast mana. The unfortunate answer, from my perspective, anyway, is that there is not an easy fix. Uh, if you're looking for a cheap alternative, they are unfortunately uh, the gold standard, and dropping below them brings you quite heavily down like yeah Thran dynamo is probably the best outside of those guys and it's four for three yeah um and then you're talking uh, with gilded, things lotus, gilded lotus five, five for, three, for three but it's any color, color uh and then you're looking at things like mindstone two for one hedron archive four for two i like, but you draw. And I like feldware stone because usually gets you something yeah and mindstone and feldware stone allow you to do the whole like one land soul ring and then cast one of those and yeah it, and it's like it gets you quite a bit ahead. Signets. It does for like no money. And, uh, signets, and signets are, as well. Signets are two for two, kind of. They're the like talisman, three for two. The talismans are pretty good for two as well. Talismans have always been good. Because uh, you just, like the number of times you ping yourself for damage is like three in the whole game. Yeah, you're usually you start, looking for when you need that Yeah, at the start color. you need it, and then later you just tap it for colorless. So like, yeah. it seems like you're going to take a bunch of damage, but you never do. You never do. So you usually take less from those than from uh, the the flip coin one, uh, Vault. Vault, oh yeah. Um, but there's so not like really the... a place to go to replace them. No, but like those are the ones you can use instead. Yeah. basically that are they'll they'll get you enough. You usually like I definitely run all of those in deck with Solar. Well, I, you know, of course, but like those are your standards that you're gonna see. But if you can't afford those fast manas, these are... And then, of course, these aren't... It's not like we're telling you about cards that you're never going to see. Like, these are in every deck. Like, you know, it's... War, do you, do you play Warren Power Stone? 
I do and occasionally. Yeah. I have it in one deck. Again, if I, it's the weird phasing deck, so yeah. I'm just desperate for mana rocks. Yeah, if I have a, a deck that's looking to produce like a lot of mana, I do run it. Or if I just ran out of Thran Dynamos and I'm making decks, then I run it. Or, like, or Hadron Archives, because it costs Hadron one Archives. more, but you can use it to draw later in the are game. Are my favorite cards. Yeah, because it's... you it, Allows you to draw late in the game. Yeah, when you don't for two mana, mana you get two cards. Same with Dreamstone Hedron. It's a lot of expense at six mana, but I find the payoff later down the road can be pretty satisfying when you yeah, draw three cards. Yeah, it's pretty good in decks that don't draw a whole lot. Of... Yeah, or produce a lot of mana. Yeah. Uh, like a mono green deck or something. You can definitely get away yeah, with it. Yeah, when you're top deck and you're like, land. Yeah. Ugh. And you're like, look, I'll just sack this and get cards. Yeah. Cool, not a land. I get to do stuff now. Um, so they're good. The other artifact was that I was thinking about was um, was Sensei's Divining Top. So Divining Top's what about twenty bucks, thirty bucks? I don't know. It's in that. Maybe even more. I think it's even more. Actually, I feel like it's like forty, forty or fifty. Uh, everything's gone up since they said they weren't printing uh, like the master, master sets. sets so yeah. like everything's twice as expensive. He's not a one. Um, but it is a. It's a pretty standard EDH card that you see in uh, top tier decks. Um, it's a one drop that you can scry the top three cards of your deck, put them back in any order, not scry, but look at the top three cards, put them back in any order for one, and then you can tap it to put it on top of your deck and draw the top card of your deck, draw the top card of your deck, then put it on top. There's a few infinite things you can do with it with delayed triggers and whatnot, putting it on top and then redrawing it. Bull of Citadel. Yeah, Bull of Citadel, you can definitely do that forever. (laughs) Um, it's just a shit choice. (laughs) But, um... There Instead are a few replacements. So my favorite replacement for, for that, now the unfortunate side effect again, is that there's nothing as efficient. Yes. But. And there's a reason the card's more expensive, because it is better. It is better. Uh, Susang, though, is a pretty good yeah. uh, engine. Susang is a one-drop blue enchantment that says for X, you can look at the top X cards of your library and put them back in any order. And for five, you can just shuffle your library. Yeah, so if you want to scry the top three, you pay three instead of one. One. But if you want to scry the top eight at the end of your opponent's turn, tap yeah, eight. you can scry more, so it gives yep. you that flexibility. So that's, it is. Yeah, I don't... You see that in, like, males... No, some... I think we're someone we we're suggesting should play it in Maelstrom Wander yeah, or something. Yeah, but you see it in decks that care about top deck. Top deck yeah, matters, but right? but that's it. Yeah, but... It really is a useful card... In a lot of blue, and it's a one drop, so you can set it up ahead of time. The you know, at the worst, it draws fire because no one wants you to be able to stack your deck, so it can just be out there to get rid of an enchantment removal, you know, before you drop Ristic Study, the real yeah. target. Um, Mystic Remora, which used to be the budget Ristic Study, but it's Mystic Remora is just such a better card because no one pays no one that pays tax four. ever. Like, I see people pay smothering tides more than I see them pay that damn yeah. tax. Um, but that's the, the, uh, the, uh, the sensei divining top. Unfortunately, there's nothing in color. There's nothing in artifact that compares. Yeah. Uh, and then of course we talked about elemental augury, which is a way more, or way less efficient, but you can do it to your opponents, which makes people hate you. So it's that much better. Yeah. Um, you can toy with people. Um, but yeah, so that's the two artifacts that I thought of. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, uh, like, well, like, I mean, there's the classic ones of, like, like Cyclonic Rift. You play, like, River's Rebuke. Well, yeah, I had ones for every color. Like, we weren't in blue yet. Oh, well, see, we went to blue. Yeah. I was just trying to fill air. That's okay. Uh, 
My next color I chosen was white, and I really only chose one card there because one thing about some of the white cards, especially seeing Commander, is that they're kind of one-off, the expensive white cards. So, like, yeah, Teferi's Protection, there is nothing in the game that compares to that. And with any luck, there won't ever there be. There won't ever be again. <laughs> Smothering Ties, same thing. We hopefully will never see something of this power level again. Well, Smothering again. Tithe was like, what if Land Tax was... Better. More broken, <laughs> yeah, but you yeah. played it later. Yeah, and so you, like in your theory, opponents they'll, hated it more. They'll screw that up again 20 yes. years from now. But uh, the one white card I chose was a very popular card, but it's also the most expensive of its type, and that was Path of Exile. And it's expensive because Modern, which is a great format Just, that isn't suffering immensely. It's a very bad. healthy place right now. <laughs> very healthy place. Modern uh, has a lot to offer to anyone who wants to play one deck. Uh, that's well, just been banned, actually. So who knows? Like what every deck's been banned, basically. Who, who, I have no idea because then they brought back Stoneforge Mystic. So, like, and then now ivory equipment is like a million dollars for commander. Batter skulls went up by three hundred percent or something <laughs> stupid. But uh, if you didn't buy uh, the swords, like all of them, yeah, uh, they're twice as expensive you're, now. You're not getting them now if you're looking for budget. <laughs> um, the so path is a one drop removal spell. You exile a creature, and its uh, owner searches the library for a base land, puts it into play tapped. So you obviously just play Swords to Plowshares. You play which Swords. It's been printed a million times It's over. a buck. If you know someone who bought a, command, a conspiracy box, just take one from them, because they probably cracked 15 of them. I think they were in Battle Bonds. They were in everything. They've there's, been there's so many you can get. Um, and you obviously just play that. They gain some life. Whatever. The thing is, is that you'll most of the time, you'll play both. Yes, so, it's usually the goal. Uh... Some other choice removal, uh, cast out. It's pretty good. It's a four drop enchantment that O rings something. Flash O ring. Right? Yeah, flash O ring. Stasis snare. I think is the other Stasis one. Stasis snare. Those I think is only creature good. though. Yes, it probably. Yeah. Is. So all the O stones are, are non land. So good. yeah, exactly. O stones are definitely like top tier cards. They, there's like. O rings. One, oh, we're saying O stone. Oh, O stone's the blow up the board one. O stone right? is also top tier. But for different reasons. Yeah. O-Ring. O-Ring. O-Ring effect. You play an enchantment, you exile, so then your enchantment goes away. Yeah. And you just target people's generals because they just always put, put them back in the command, command zone. So Occasionally they get so cheeky you... and put it away, and then you just counter whatever they're going to do. Try to get it out, <laughs> and they get very upset by it all. But Yeah, but it's just like exile target commander. Like yeah. You just play them that way, and then your enchantment sits there, and they never get it back. Yeah. Uh, except Grasp of Fate is super expensive. Grasp of Fate it's is like super expensive. But again, you're not going to see that again, and it's a commander only card. Yeah, it got printed in the Daxos deck, I think. Yeah, and that's but it's, why it's expensive. It O rings one card from everyone, which is yeah, so everyone's only general. useful in Done. commander. Like, exactly. You wouldn't run it in any other format. I can't see it being run in any yeah. other format. But the. Uh, so that was the only really white card that I could think of that had comparables at a cost. I mean, Wrath of God and stuff isn't even that expensive right now. No, Day of Judgment. Day of Judgment. Oh no, they can't regenerate. Regenerates a dead power anyway, so up. we're never going to see that again, they've said. So uh, you're not going to care about that. So Day of Judgment is a cheaper Wrath, but even then, Wrath is like, you can get a Wrath for like 8 bucks. 
which isn't really that yeah, expensive. Yeah, I know. They're, they're pretty cheap. Um, and it's a staple. So route. Route's only a couple bucks. Route's too. even better in my mind because you can cast it as an instant for seven. Oh, uh, man. Like, route can be so key. Yeah. Settle the Wreckage, another great one that's plummeted in price for uh, yeah, it's amazing. Like zero dollars. It's just like boards. exile your whole board that's one. Go away. Yeah. <laughs> like, like it, your worry is like, well, they get lands, but when they play Triumph of the Hordes to win the game and you yeah. just exile everything and they got ten lands... You can get as many lands as they want. Those <laughs> creatures cares? are all gone forever. Like, yeah. Crater Hoof is out. They're screwed. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, speaking of Crater Hoof, Green's choice was Crater Hoof for me because I feel that Crater Hoof is definitely the gold standard for you know winning a game with Green. Yeah. You drop to Crater Hoof, you swing with your team. Crater Hoof gives every creature on your board plus X plus X where X is the amount of creatures you have. It yeah. has haste. and I be- Does it give them trample? No, I don't think it does. No, I think it gives them... Doesn't give him anything else, I don't think. No, I don't think so, because you always have to try to drop, like, Concordia Crossroads. Yeah, everyone gets confused because like... they think it gives, the first time you play Crater Hoof, everyone, and I don't know why, always thinks it gives everything haste, but yeah. it just has haste. Yeah. So, but it gives every creature you own plus X plus X, where X is the amount of creatures you have, so it's yeah. monstrous. Yeah, because you just play it in, like, an elf or token it's deck. also $50. I think it's 60 Regardless. <laughs> the reprint's probably 50 But, uh... So, a, a couple replacements for that, and they're even cards that I like as much, especially for the cost, is uh, the new Ronus. God Eternal Ronus. Yeah, because he gives vigilance. He gives all your creatures vigilance and doubles all their power and toughness. Yeah. So, it's like a so, little mini Crater Hoof. Yeah, it works in a different deck. It's like Pathbreaker Ibex. Yeah. Which yeah. is a hard card to find. It's like it 10 is. bucks, but... Um, that one you like you need high, you need a high power creature. You do. You need bigger creatures. And then away you go instead yeah. of tons of creatures. But it also lets you set up for the the pushback because it leaves them with vigilance. Yeah. Uh, and then on the lower end of that is of course Andreas Forerunners, which is the newer boar. The seven seven boar yeah. comes into play, gives every creature plus two plus two and vigilance and haste and I trample. Think. And I trample. Think. It gives a lot. That one's it gives really a good lot. One. But it is only plus two, um, plus two, so it only bumps them up a little. Finale of Devastation, also, you can, although it's costly. It's yeah. that, like, two and then X, and if X, X is, is ten or more, yeah. I think all your creatures get plus X, plus X, and haste. Yeah. After you put a creature out. Something like that. So you go grab Ronus. Yeah. Drop him. Do that stuff. And then you double everything, and everything gained haste, and everything gained plus ten, plus ten. Yeah. And uh, away you go. Now, of course, Ronus and that card together are probably, like, 20, 20 bucks. Ronus is only a, like I can't imagine Ronus is more than like six or seven dollars. Uh, but he, uh, they're both relatively. They're definitely cheap, and they're yeah. definitely uh, they're definitely uh, effective. Yeah, they're not as effective as Crater Hoof. No, but nothing but is. But like the end and Ray's runners, they give you a bit. Yeah, they're, they're give worth you a bit. running. Yeah, better than you think. They're an eight um, drop, so you're. You're paying a lot for what's about sure, to happen. Yeah, but, like, but Crater Hoof's like a seven drop. It so. is. But Crater Hoof is almost always a guaranteed kill. Like, Unless someone plays Settle the Wreckage. Or flashes answer, in route. The answer or routes. Two answers. Um, and then we go to the the best of them, which is blue. Which is terrible. All garbage cards. They're all garbage. So Cyclonic Rift and Force of Will are my two choices. Yeah. So First off, I don't even agree that Force of Will is a good commander card. I don't. I don't think it's any better than really any other counterspell in Commander. 
it is when you're like about to win the game and sure. you tapped out. But <laughs> and you're like, ah, crap. So it's packed. So yeah. is, so is my answer. So Force of Wills, a uh, hundred dollars more. What are you talking about? It's spiked to like one seventy. I have it's no so idea. ridiculous. I looked at that it I've in a while, but selling mine um, because it's so expensive now. The so it's it's part of that vein that we talked about with the white and black card, where you pitch, you exile a blue card from your hand, lose a life, counter target spell. I hope everyone knows what Force of Wills. Uh, is, but you never know. You, know, you, you never don't. know. Uh, so one of the answers to it. That you can replace. It's just trying to play counter spells without, without paying, paying for their it. mana cost. So, so when foil. you're tapped out, people think you're done. You're done, yeah. When you're not. So foil is my answer. Yeah. Which is discard a blue card in an island from your hand. Yeah. Counter target spell. The trick is, because my Sphinx deck plays all of them, uh, you have to have enough card draw to have islands in hand. In hand, yeah. You have That's to either hold to back it. on playing an island or... Have so much draw that you're that cluttered you up care. with lands yeah. in your hand. Yeah. Or play Gush. Which, to be which fair... Which is what ruined yeah. Popper, and then they had to ban Gush, yeah. I think. Which, to be fair, isn't really hard in blue. Like, you can get card no. draw in blue pretty easily. Exactly. So And foil costs less than a dollar. And so you can buy 180 of them, it seems. It's for... only hard to find, because when you look up foil, it thinks you want a foil card. Yeah, it's very difficult <laughs> to actually look up the price on most search engines, <laughs> because then it just shows you every foil in the game. Um... <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, Cyclonic Rift is a two-drop spell that returns target non-land permanent. It's not two drops. It's a seven-drop. Turns target non-land permanent and opponent controls to their hand. But for seven, it says each non-land permanent opponent controls their hand. So everyone saves up seven and wipes everyone else's board except their own. Which uh, is completely fair. It's definitely the most broken card in commander yeah, in there's all the ones that are like like the miracle one where yeah. you just bounce all non-land permits yeah it hits you sunder so, which gets rid of your lands too but like yeah. this just gets rid of your opponents it's a one-sided wipe and of it's instant. everything if it was a sorcery it'd be different it'd but be like, almost useless. you just wait till the end of the turn of the player just before yeah. you and then you bounce everything, and then you go hog wild, and everyone just has to like replay. The, the thing last about Rift game. is that people, I find people play it so weirdly. Well, they'll they'll use it to get like a board state, or to shut down someone's burgeoning board state instead of using it as like yeah. a finisher or a lifesaver. Like I hold Rift until I'm almost dead. Yeah. Or until I, I'm about to win. I hate when people use it as just a delay of game. Yeah, you're. That's such a waste of an amazing card. I do applaud every time someone single tire rips though. Sometimes you got to, man. Because just, 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 just funny, right? Got to make that play. Yeah. Um, it's like a boomerang. Trip. So, again, yeah. this is one of those cards that doesn't really have a replacement. No, there's like worse ones. So, I mentioned like River's Rebuke. River's it's just Rebuke. one player. You just hose one yep. player. You can evac. You can Evac's good because it's Aetherize on the swing. Those are so which good. Which is great. Cre Aetherize and Aether Spout do pretty much the same thing. One bounces all attacking creatures are orange hands. The other one bounces it either to the top or the bottom of their opponent's that one library. Just, it's like a five drop, but man, does it cripple people. Yeah. They're like, wait, do I want to get it back and just have or, to draw them all yeah. over again? Or do yeah. I not want them back? If you're playing like you a watch wide someone death, agonize it's over hilarious. what to do. Uh, wipe away as well, which I believe is a sorcery. I don't know. Uh, I can't picture the card. Choose, you choose a color and wipe away all That's the cards of that out. color. Wash out, sorry. That's wash out. like a Wipe away is the, the instant split second. Uh, bounce okay. one permanent, which is amazing. Uh, wash out's awesome. Yes. I believe it's sorcery, though, isn't it? Is it an instant? 
It's probably. I've actually straight. never used it. Evex and instant. That's Evex and instant. Really good. Aetherize is an instant. Aether Spode is an instant. So these are all effects that will get rid of creatures mostly, but really Rift is the only one that kind of just sets the board back. You could to... go back to our O Stone, Oblivion Stone, but uh, it requires a lot of work harsh. to little keep harsh. your stuff together. Uh, a little harsh, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Uh, disc as well. Nivin- you could just Nivinral's Disc. Just yeah, why just not? Blow up everything over and over. As long as you have a Darksteel Forge out, you just can keep discing. Sure. <laughs> and then you play Micah Simplatus and you blow up everyone's permanents. Yeah, except yours. Yeah. All of them. Uh, yeah, it's fine. It's fair and equitable magic, as I like to call that. Yeah. Um, Red was a bit tough because red didn't have too much, but so I went with like sneak attack. Of... Okay, yeah. So sneak attack is an enchantment that for one mana you can just bring a creature out for a turn. It gets haste at the end of the turn. You exile it, uh, or you sack it. Just, just get rid of it. Doesn't matter. Uh, but it comes out whatever creature you want for one red and swings. So you're just like blightsteel it's... colossus. You're you're dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but. There's not much in the way of replacing it. It's an expensive card too. I think it's like thirty nine dollars right now. Yeah, I feel forty like, bucks. Yeah, because I just looked it up before I came here. Um, so the one replacement I did find was Ilarg the Razebore. Yeah. So he kind of gets it from hand. Yeah, he drops a creature from hand when he swings. That's also attacking. Yeah. And then at the end of the turn, he goes. That creature goes back your hand. Yeah. So you could still do the same stupid jank, just not as fast. So Ilarg swings. Drop the blade steel from someone else. What's the best card to drop? Because you play it all the time. Uh, you know the answer. It's a card you don't play in most decks. It's a dragon, and it's really big. A uh, world gorger? No. <laughs> Why would you play world gorger? I don't know what dragon are you. I guess you get it back. Dragon tyrant. Dragon tyrant. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like the double strike fire. Breathing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, like, yeah. do you have a blocker? No. Uh, die. I just keep going with the infect, and then it comes back. Asshole like that comes back next turn. <laughs> like I still don't have an answer to this. Dragon tyrant, you, like you only ever like sneak attack. Yeah, you don't ever actually cast it. Um, it's like a ten drop. I have that god travel deck, and the other day I used Ilarg and then dropped Kefnet out, <laughs> swung with him. Sure, because it not? comes into play attacking. Oh yeah, so it bypasses so, all that. Yeah, so my hand didn't have. I did have like seven cards, but. It you're just like swinging with a five five indestructible in the air. What are you gonna do about it? Yeah. Nothing. Um, it was kind of funny. We had a good laugh at the table about it. But uh, yeah, so uh, Ilarg is basically the only replacement I could find that did <sighs> yeah. even moderately the same thing on that level. Like there are cards that definitely bring him into play for a turn or do things with yeah. them already in play. But that was the only one that could just continuously sneak in. We like mimic that one thing. I love Mimic Fat. The trick with Mimic Fat is that you can target other people's stuff. Yes. But you could just keep using it just to exile their creatures. Yeah, yeah. You're just like, oh, that one. Yeah. Uh, And that, like, I don't care what's under it. I'm just going to use it to exile every creature that goes to the grave. Yeah, yeah. You just continually cycle through and (laughs) then not care. You never use it unless something's really good. But you're like, yeah, no, that's gone. That's gone. Ulamog, gone. Um, But the, uh, it's really fun. Sneak Attack is also an amazingly crazy card like it's it's definitely powerful yeah. uh black had two so the first one was damnation yes which i hear a lot of people being like damnation is like 40 dollars, and it's just wrath of god it's wrath black. of god in black but like it's the most expensive board wipe in black yes and the just, easy fix well, for that is toxic deluge is getting close yes but toxic deluge is a special one because it gets around of a yeah. lot of stuff um but um crux of fate is the replacement it's right. The dragon or non-dragon. 10% one. of its cost, yeah. money-wise. 
and cost one more colorless. Yeah, choose dragon or non-dragon, destroy all creatures of that type. Yeah. Um, it's almost invariably you just choose non-dragon. Like, you're just like, well, destroy all non-dragons. Yeah, like your red flesh. Like, yeah. how many spirits were you trying to kill? Yeah, exactly. You basically yeah. kill it. If you're going to play go for the throat and just destroy, like, a non-artifact, you might as well play red flesh, non-spirit. Yeah. yeah. Get the same. There's there's less targets. There's, yeah, there's actually yeah. L- it's more effective than yeah. go for the throne. Like eye blight thing, I can't remember the exact name of it, but the eye blight spell destroy target non elf and destroy target non spirit right. are two of the best removal. Because <laughs> yeah. if I'm facing mono green, do I really care about removing one creature? And the other side yeah. of it is like you're never facing a spirit deck, uh, but. <laughs> So yeah, damnation. There's a. There, we won't even run over them all. There's a, a half dozen equally good board wipes that do various things. Uh, Crux is good. Uh, a lot more and more expensive. There's like they're expensive, but like in Garrick's Wake is super expensive, but it doesn't hit you. Yeah, you know. Should play a uh, Death Cloud. Yeah, super good card. <laughs> don't, like, don't play definitely. that. It's like super pox. It's like X to destroy. It's like Do, sack creatures of lands and like, and then lose X like life. hands yeah. or something. It's terrible. It's terrible. Um, <laughs> don't play that. But uh, and then the decree of pain. Yeah. So you can cycle uh, that, or you can black sun zeniths. Only a yep. couple bucks. Yeah. Also puts tokens. Pretty good. Puts yeah. some counters on creatures. And then the other black card, of course, was dark confidant. Which you don't see in Commander really at all, but it's no. an extremely powerful card, and it's a hundred dollars. And then you can just run Dark Tutelage, which is the exact same card, but it's an enchantment and costs one more. So why would you play the creature then? Because you can't remove an enchantment in black. <laughs> so, oh, so you can't. So stop Dark Confidant right. is you can. There's a new. Oh, but it doesn't true. hit you. It doesn't it's only hit you. It's a black creature that says at the beginning of your upkeep, reveal the top card of your deck to the board. Lose life equal to its converted mana cost. Put that card in your hand. So it's a free draw. Uh, yeah. That's not really a draw. So it gets around draw effects. It gets around things like uh, the possessed portal and, and stuff. That's where you draw things like, uh, I mean, soothsaying. If you're yeah, yeah, you could uh, set up your deck to do the draws off that, and then draw your actual cards. But the problem is that you can easily kill yourself with that card. Yes. So as a creature in black, you can kill it. Fair. Dark Tutelage does the exact same thing, exact same wording. But it's a three-drop enchantment, and I don't know a very effective ways in black <laughs> to get rid of an enchantment, so you're just hoping you kill your uh, opponent before you kill yourself. The unstable obelisk. You can, yes, you that can is, destroy it with artifacts. That is key. Uh, you can uh, Hellavit, do that. is that the one where you exile? Hellvault, Hellvault. Yeah, you can exile it underneath that. Uh, there's all sorts <laughs> of really effective methods. To do it for seven mana. <laughs> scour from existence. You can scour it for seven. Yeah, another seven drop. Oh. Um, but yeah, so it is a replacement. I would never suggest using this card as a replacement because you will die to it every game. Yeah, but I feel like if you're playing black and then you're wussying out, you're not playing black properly. I, there's there's wussying out and then there's like just killing go, yourself. It's like the go big or go, go home color. Balls like, deep is what yeah. we like to call it here. Um <laughs> like, come on, the new Phyrexian Commander, you're definitely going to, like, two life constantly to win the game. I suppose you are, I suppose <laughs> Someone's going to lightning bolt and kill them. Um, the, uh, and then the multicolored card that I chose was Assassin's Trophy, which is... Yeah, that kind of, I still like plummet. It's it, still up in the, uh, the 15, high, yeah, the high bucks. teens, and it's destroy for two for green and a black, destroy target permanent... Maybe even non-land. No, I think it is permanent. I think you I think blow up lands with it. That's why it's amazing. And then 
your opponent whose land you destroyed or whose current land because you're probably going to kill their best land yeah. goes and gets a basic and puts it into play. So, again, it's not a very replaceable card, especially in Golgari. But you can run equally effective cards without dropping them. Like, Putrefy is still an incredibly effective removal spell. Yes, creature enchantment. Uh, creature or artifact. Mortify. Oh, creature artifact. Enchantment. Oh, right. So, yes. for one, a green and a black, destroy target artifact or creature, you're in green, so you can run all sorts of other effective artifact and enchant removal anyway. So, really, it's just the land and yeah. land destruction, as we've talked about before, people just don't like anyway, so they can all suck it from me, because I love land destruction. <laughs> But it seems that it, we just we're not big enough yet for my message to get out all no, the way. No. But um, someday, someday, when the land destruction cards go up a thousand percent, in that price. new Hellion is going to be my best friend. Yeah, he's awesome. going to be great. Uh, what's the enchantment where you just destroy all permanents with a certain converted man cost? Uh, that's uh, Pernicious Steed. That card's yeah. awesome. Maelstrom Pulse, and also. you should play it in all of your Moldrotha decks. Yes, just because everyone will hate you. So Constantly. I'm going to give everyone the best two <laughs> tips for Muldrotha they'll ever have. All right, so these Cute are two upkeep tribal. Mr. Yes. Grimora, like you can run Mr. Grimora, that's fine. But the best cumulative upkeep card in the game for your Muldrotha deck, Ritual of Subdual. Thank me later. I'm not even going to tell you what it does. You go look it up, Ritual of Subdual. You will look at it if you play Muldrotha. You'll laugh and you'll think, why does this card exist? And then you'll say, but wait, Muldrotha just lets me win with this card. <laughs> I, I don't know this card because I don't play Muldrotha. I don't even want to talk about it. Um, and then Zer's Weirding. Yes. I just told people how to make a very disgusting deck with two cards. There, It's not, you know, it's not top tier. These cards, though, will literally make your opponents smack you in the face. Like, these are terrible cards to be put in there. And I don't even like to say it on our podcast because I like to think we're fair. But these two cards in Muldrotha are the piece of shit cards that make generals like that bad. Sweet. Yeah. I'll look them up. Look them both up. Zer's Weirding and Ritual of Subdual. And then you can thank me later that I don't run them in my Muldrotha deck. Perfect. (laughs) All right. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight. Evan's got to go to sleep. Yeah, I know, Uh, man. It's been rough. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we look forward to getting back on a regular schedule next week. Yeah, hopefully I won't be working insane hours next week, and we'll be back. And we'll post on Tuesday or Wednesday or whatever. Whenever I'm not lazy enough to do the, the, the editing, quote-unquote. Yeah, and uh, this <laughs> post on Facebook, uh, we've been getting a, a lot of complaints that we ragged, apparently, on that uh, Selesnia dragon, Drakama or whatever. Yeah, yeah, we did. Because yeah. even on Twitter, I found someone who was like, I love this deck. And I was like, <laughs> my God, everyone, like, we're just like, I don't, can you build this? <laughs> no. And I basically said Vrash was just better. Um Apparently, people make it and have fun. There's enough dragons. The bolster works, which is what we speculated was whether it was effective enough. Two or three people make a deck and they have fun with it. Good for them. Yeah, we want you to make weird generals and weird stuff. But I just can't believe that this one just keeps coming back to us. It's just haunting us. Hey, give it a chance. It's like we did. We just on the spot could not think of exactly if the deck worked or not. I still don't but think it does effectively. There are better dragons for don't sure. Don't say that because now more people will bug us. Good. But, uh, bug. Po- uh, You're post- a Twitter manager. Yeah, no. <laughs> post, uh, find us on Twitter, send us an email. Uh, we we respond because apparently we don't have lives. Yeah. Uh, we're happy to talk about it. Uh, and uh, We're on Facebook at EDH Rec. You can yeah. search us there. Twitter at EDH Rec as well. 
and our email is edhrec.gmail.com. Shoot us a Wait. line. Shoot us your ideas. What, yeah, what do you want to hear from us? Talk about we, uh, These were both ideas from our listeners, so yeah. send them to us. We're totally cool talking about whatever you want to hear. Yeah. Thank you for listening, and have a good evening. See you later.